Welcome to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, where our hearts are our master. A production of CosmicReality.com. Well, welcome to the Say What Show. No, no, Cosmic Reality Show. <laughs> <laughs> it is October 3rd, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. Um, Dolly was having a little problem with a, a mic. Did you fix it, Dolly? Can you talk to me, please? I t- yes, finally. Um, I was trying to mute when you said mute, but my cursor wasn't working right. Um, so can you hear me better yeah. now? Yes, right now, yes. <laughs> hope, oh, good. Let's hope you stay that way. And, yeah. um, Walter, we had a very interesting Shungite show today that I recommend everybody listen to because we got into the money savings that you get with Shungite from your electric to your oil heaters, uh, your gas in the car, propane gas, natural gas, you know, how you can save money just by using the Shungite. So um, I'm hoping you'll take a listen to that because I got prompted to do that because all of a sudden uh, everybody's yelling about how much everything costs, including me, and I said, wait a minute, <laughs> we've got Shungite. It'll cost everybody less if they just pay attention and get some themselves. So that's what we did this morning. Um, all right, so Dolly is very, very excited. And for those people that might not like American politics, well, you might want to zone out. Of course, if you like a good show, which Dolly can give you, <laughs> then you might want to hang around because something very, very historic and significant, and um, it's October, you know, October full of surprises. So, Dolly, you're on the... Uh, on the pulpit there, tell them what happened. Don't forget, y'all, Dave said, the end of September and in October, things are going to be happening. Hold your britches on and be looking. Um, so today, we have lived through making of history because the Speaker of the House, Kevin who wears the Ukrainian flag in his lapel, his coat jacket lapel, got ousted. They voted him up of being Speaker of the House. Now, at this present time, we have no Speaker of the House. They need to uh, vote another one in. They were talking about putting one in tonight, but then... Uh, it got recessed, and, and I think several of Congress people who are in the state of shock, I really believe that. And so I don't look forward. Uh, I don't believe that they will do an election tonight. I do think they will tomorrow. 
will be under pressure to get it done. Okay, uh, you, you got you got to let me give a little brief introduction to that because you just jumped into it. Um, my fault. I should have done it. Uh, but what what we're talking about is that in the United States government, you have the Congress. The Congress is made up of two houses: one being the Senate, one being the House, and it's sort of like the House of Commons in the concept of the people in the house are voted based on our the number of people from a given state is based on the population of the state whereas the senators each state has two so we're talking about the house and the republicans in the last election were able to get five more republicans in the house than there are democrats now prior to that pelosi was a democrat was the head honcho of the house and she only had five more votes than the Republicans did. Same same numbers. But when they wanted to uh, elect the Speaker of the House back in January, McCarthy was the one that had the support to do this. We were talking about it. It was, it was one of the more boring things that I've ever gone through. Because it took them, we think, at least three days, maybe more. But it was 50. 15, one five rounds of what is it uh, 500 or some odd people in the um, in the house voting yay or nay on McCarthy and finally and, and every time they do it then they'd have some more bickering behind the scenes and whatever finally McCarthy gets elected but apparently in getting elected he needed to get the support of the Republicans that were really the I mean, none of the Democrats were voting for him, but the Republicans, there was these, well, it turned out to be more than five because, I mean, less than five, because he was able to squeak by and become uh, the House uh, chairperson. But he made promises to these people that he has apparently reneged on, according to them. According to McCarthy, he didn't make those promises. So I don't know whether he did or he didn't, but the, today, because they, they had a, a bill up that was regarding the continuation of the government, because if they didn't raise the debt ceiling and let the government run on phony money, uh, everything would be bankrupt and everything would fall apart. So they made an agreement and the agreement there was two trade-off things that happened in this agreement and the agreement is only good for like 45 days or something but the republicans said we're not going to fund we are not going to fund the ukraine okay the democrats wanted to the democrats did not want this is this is what's so insane about this the Democrats did not want to put any more money in protecting the southern border. Okay, like, that to me would mean that you don't want to be a, a member of the federal government because I can't imagine anybody in America, unless you're brain dead, and, and there's a lot of brain dead people out there, um, that you would not want this invasion to stop because you've got 7.5 million, something like that, 
that have come in since Biden got into office, that's the that's a greater population than five states. Five states. That's a lot of people. There, the, the children, hundreds and hundreds of children, maybe thousands of children, are missing. You've got the getaways that are it's at least a 1.5 million. They've captured people on the terrorist list, but how many of them got through? I mean, we are totally under attack, and this is a premeditated attack. Don't have any doubt. This this isn't in the minds of the people. Oh, let's go do this. No, there. You you want you look at these immigrants. They got brand new sneakers. If you see them, they all got brand new sneakers. Where'd they get these sneakers? They they're so poverty riven, but they got these sneakers. Well, they had to have the sneakers to make sure they could walk to the border. How much? How many of them were were actually put on buses and then bussed up to Mexico and then get off and get over the border? We don't know any of this, but we are definitely under attack. So for the Democrats to hold up the the uh, the budget bill uh, to not fund the 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 border crisis is is bananas to me. I can't even imagine it. But that was the trade-off. All right, we'll we'll take that out of the bill. You take out the Ukraine thing in the bill, and we'll pass this, this thing that'll 45 days in the future put us right back where we were. But in the meantime, we will have spent billions more dollars because you're not really changing the uh, amount of money. You're not saying don't pay, don't, don't do, don't, you can't spend it there, you can't spend it there, you can't spend it there. And so that was what was behind the... Uh, Matt Gates and the others, and some of the, some people were surprised. Uh, Nancy Mace voted against McCarthy. Um, so some of the people that voted against McCarthy, that that was the basic reasoning behind it. But now we got a situation like Dolly says, is that there is nobody in charge of the Congress, the House of Congress. Um, Except somebody, I don't even know who they named, but there's somebody that's kind of managing it while there's a vacancy in the chairmanship. What's the job of the speaker that is so life or death crazy important? Essentially, the boss. What? He's the boss of the house. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, I get that he's the boss of the house. Okay. How is his he, he job can, he can, so critical? He, he, he can decide what is brought up for consideration. In other words, somebody on the somebody can say, "Let's fund the southern border," and he can say, "Okay, let's take a vote on it," or he could say, "I didn't hear you. Go away." That to me, I mean, I don't know all the ramifications of what they can do and what they don't. I, I mean, I really wouldn't want to know it. But anyway, but that's so my he decides who sinks and who swims. Yeah, basically, that's why Pelosi was so effective because she just wouldn't bring any of the Republican bills up in front of the House. No, we're not going to do that. No, we're not going to do that. They are very, very powerful. But the real power is that at that position. In a given party, this is another one of my kind of understandings of it, that it, that position in the party itself, or, or Republican or Democrat, puts that person in a very high esteemed position. And they have a lot of say in who gets funding for political campaigns and who doesn't. 
because the people that they like, they're going to put a lot of money behind them, and if they don't like them, well, they won't. One of the reasons that in uh, the last election, in 22, yeah, 22, um, where they thought there was going to be a red wave is that the uh, in the in the Republicans on the Senate side, Mc, Mc, uh, what's his name, McDonald, not what McConnell, McConnell did not put funding behind the MAGA people, the Republicans that were running for positions that were supporting the America First agenda. He wouldn't he wouldn't support him, so they didn't have the money to beat the Democrats. That was a big part of why that was not a red wave. So it's a money thing, Walt. So is it true that uh, the speaker is the third person most important after the vice president? Yeah, oh, yeah, president, vice president, and yeah, there's speaker. that too. If the president oh. and the vice president were to be dis incapacitated, the speaker would become the president of the United States. Oh. So yes. Yes. And now that you point that out, I guess I wouldn't want McCarthy to be president of the United States. But <laughs> so maybe this is a really good thing. But um, the other odd thing that can happen, see, they, the uh, ones that wanted McCarthy out did not come along and say, hey, you know, we, we'd rather have this guy do it or this girl do it. No, they, didn't, they don't even have anybody to put up. They're not supporting anybody specifically. They've got a few people that they might be interested in, but um, right now they're, they're not pushing anybody. So at that at that point, if you can't get the the House to agree on either a Republican congressman, a woman, or a Democrat congressperson, because it could be a Democrat, they could all decide to vote in a Democrat would be very stupid and unheard of, but you know, we've been hearing a lot of that lately. But the other thing is, is that they can go outside of the House. And a, a guy whose name was brought up when all this was happening before, and was bought, brought up by uh, Matt Gates, and Matt Gates is the ringleader of the people that took him down, um, is, why is his name not coming to me, the guy that ran for governor of New York. I think he was a, a former congressperson. Do you remember, Dolly, what his name is? Dolly, are you there? Yeah, but my, my computer gets crazy. Um, so I can't get the mute off. I don't remember the name of that person. Lee, I don't Lee, even Lee, 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 Lee Geller? Or... Yeah, I think it's Lee Geller, something, League something. Anyway, he, he ran for governor of New York and lost, and um, but he's very, very impressive. Um, I think he would make a good head of the, the House. So they can go outside of the Congress people and choose somebody, an outsider. And I think that that would just be very interesting. Oh, I would like that. I didn't know they could do that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, when they were fighting, don't you remember when they were fighting in January? The idea was, was brought up that they could make Trump the head of the of the Congress. And just like, like Walt just pointed out, 
and then um, Biden could be sent away because he was not Biden anymore, and Harris could be given a, you know, uh, well, you're not, you're incompetent, and uh, you know, impeach you immediately, and he could become president of the United States. <laughs> from the speech. Oh, yeah. You remember that? You do remember that manipulation. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. that'll happen because, he, I mean, there was so much, so much of this that happened in a matter of days because yesterday the president went back to New York City and back into a courtroom. And this is, this is a, um, the district attorney of the state of New York has brought these charges against the Trump enterprise. And they're cla she's claiming that they defrauded banks when they claimed that Merrill, I don't know what, uh, I, I think it was only, it wasn't that much more, but like Merrill Argo, the beautiful palace in Palm Beach. I think it's it's some ridiculous amount of land. I mean, like, acres of land. And down the street from this place is a piece of property that went for, like, $50 million. And it was a residential house. But this attorney general, uh, I'm trying to think of what her name is, it doesn't matter, um, she said that the Merrill Argo was only worth $18 million. Good Lord, it's, it's got a golf course on it. It's got a mansion, like, you know, could compete with European buildings. It, it's insane that she would say that. But anyway, so this this court case starts up, and, and this was, this was a, either a mistake, but, you know, I don't think that Trump makes mistakes. But in... In the paperwork concerning this case, apparently the defense had to ask for a jury t trial. They'd a they actually had to ask for it. So they didn't check the box that said ask for the jury. And the district attorney asked for a summary judge situation, which means that a judge comes in and makes the, the decision. Do you think that was that's part of the plan to expose things, or do you think it was? I don't think it was an accident. Like you said, Trump doesn't make accidents; he right. makes shit happen. Right. Um. I I stopped talking there because the the station jumped. I don't know if it's just jumping for me or if there was a break. There's nothing I can do about this except find another station, and then who knows what kind of problems they'll have with that one. But if you've lost connection. Well, I hope you got back so you can hear me apologizing. <laughs> Otherwise, oops, sorry about that. Um, I never heard you drop, but then again, I'm, 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 I'm on Skype. Is well, no, that you, you, separate from the yeah, other yes, one? Yes, yes, you wouldn't hear it. I'm hmm. looking at the dials and it told me I was off air. It's what happened. Oh, okay. and well, then, huh? On the Skype and where our pictures are, the the picture of you keeps circling. Walt is okay. I'm, oh no, Walt is circling too. Well, I don't the, circle on my picture though. Well, we're not circling, Dolly. 
we can see it fine. I think you've got a lousy connection. Your, your voice oh, okay. is going in and out anyway, so I think it's your Skype connection. You can try you going want me out, to get out, get out, yeah, re let me re do re reload the Skype, and then come back and join the 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 show. Okay. Okay. See ya. <laughs> okay. I hope so. <laughs> it's always kind of iffy. Uh, let's see. Um, what was I talking about, Walt? Politics. What? Politics. Politics. That gives me a long range here. Because um, she's not dropped off. I don't see her dropping off the state the signal. I don't know what she's doing, but she has not disconnected. Jasmine says, uh, I can hear you fine, Nancy. There was just a slight interruption. Okay. Oh, thank you. Love you, Liasman. Um, so I don't know what's happening with Dolly because her picture's still up and she do doesn't, it looks like she's still on the call. I am trying to find where to get out of Skype. So she's trapped in a box called Skype and she's trying to get out. How do you know mm -hmm. that? Book? That's so I'm looking at. <laughs> well, tell she's her just... up in the right-hand <laughs> corner of the of the thing. Just go all the way up to the right-hand corner and hit the X on the right-hand corner. I did that, Nancy, and it won't take me out. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. I'm sorry. I'm trying. Uh, all right, all right. I'm okay. okay, all right. I'm trying more. I'm out Dolly, please. I'm going to disconnect the Skype here from here, so it should not lock you out, hopefully. Uh back to the Trump situation. So this this attorney general has a summary court situation occurring where there's no jury. It's just the judge. So the judge decided that, and, and the case is all about, like I say, that the Trumpist enterprise uh, over the period of it went back to at least 2014, but during this this entire time they've been defrauding banks because they were overestimating the worth of their own businesses now the really stupid thing about this is that every one of the banks that is associated with this this fraud have come out and said but we didn't lose any money we gave them the loan they paid it back not only on time, but some in some cases it was before the, they were due. So we weren't victims. We didn't lose any money. So there's a victimless crime <laughs> that's being tried. And this attorney general of the state of New York wants to not just find... Well, the judge, like I say, has already made the decision that they're guilty. Okay? So he had to go to trial... For the what's what what's what's the punishment for this? So if it was a criminal trial, it would be the sentencing portion of the trial. They've been found guilty, but now you got to figure out what the punishment is. So that's where they're at. And so Trump went to New York and went to the uh, to the uh, courthouse and was there for the first day of this. Uh, this but did I understand you correctly that nobody got hurt? Correct. Yes. I know, I know. Nobody got hurt. Okay. So what you're going to punish somebody for not 
Well, uh, that, that's very confusing. I don't understand. Okay, you come up with a punishment when somebody gets hurt. And nobody got hurt, so they have to be punished anyway? I don't understand. What's the reasoning behind this? Well, that's the problem. <laughs> nobody can quite <laughs> understand it. But this is what they're doing. It's insane. I mean, that's, you know, your, your, your discussion about uh, the concept of staying as the observer... My God, if you let yourself get involved in this, you'd go stark raving mad because it's absolutely <laughs> insane. Okay, so they, they, Trump goes to this uh, uh, court case. And, well, okay, this is, I mean, it's like such a circus. Well, the judges told everybody that there'll be no cameras in the courtroom. So he's sitting behind the judge's bench. Everybody's there. Trump is there. That attorney general had him, herself behind him and just was leering. Oh, she's such a negative person. Just leering at him. He couldn't see her. He had his back to her. I don't know why she had to leer, but she did. And um, all of a sudden, there were all these cameras. They were videotaping. There was all this activity. And the judge realizing all these cameras are there took off his glasses smiled at the cameras and then shrugged i mean it was it was like so strange it was like what well but who who said that there were not supposed to be any cameras? the judge they um, the, the 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 news people had just ran in and well, Are you long, sure this wasn't a, a Saturday Night Live? Well, that, skit? that's what I'm saying. It, 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 everything sort of has that taste to it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm. and uh, so, yeah. So, but this judge was just such a jerk. I mean, he he was like smiled at the camera and and you know, it took off his glasses and smiled at the camera. They just broke your your rule, judge, and you're smiling at him. Letting your picture be taken? I don't know. Okay. So finally they got the cameras out of there. And it goes on all day. <clears throat> At the end of the day, I wasn't watching. I mean, they didn't have it on. They weren't. There wasn't anything to show. But at the end of the day, when they... I don't know why it took them all day. Uh, the judge was presented with the realization that and according to the estimate is 80% of the case has been termed out because everything that was before I don't know 2020 or something you know you, you couldn't look at it because it had run out the statute of limitation had run out on him so all of a sudden this judge who's already found him guilty is saying oh uh, uh, we got a problem here because all of this this time frame I, I shouldn't be looking at any of that so it ended yesterday with the judge admitting that 80% of the case should be thrown out because it's termed out and then I have a no, silly question you said okay sorry to harp on the same thing but I have a question when you said okay there was there was no damage so, uh, you know, there was no crime, okay, but yet all this finagling back and forth is costing money. Who's paying for all this manipulation back and forth, you know, and uh, the judge getting involved and, and well, okay, so 
that has to cost money. Nobody does, goes to court for it's free, million, right? It's millions of dollars being paid for by the New York taxpayers. But the other side of it is Trump is spending millions of dollars on lawyers' fees. So, you know, even though you might not get a conviction, it could be thrown out, you've still made him lose money. And it has been brought up that all these cases are designed to essentially destroy the the money base that Trump has had in the past because most of the money that he goes and, and campaigns on is his own. Mm. So there is that aspect to it. But um, so today he went back and I don't know what happened because I was doing radio and, you know, I, I had the television on, but they were doing this, the, that other thing and then, uh, you know, I was just looking at the totals and stuff. But um, so I don't know what happened in the courtroom today regarding Trump in that case. But this attorney general, even though the banks w were not victimized, okay, she wants to fine the Trump Corporation uh, uh, $250,000, no, $250,000. <laughs> A quarter of a, mil a trillion dollars, two, no, a quarter of, of, of a billion dollars. In other words, 250,000, what is, I, the, the math just, just is, is ridiculous to me. It was like 250 million dollars. For damage that wasn't caused? That was, because, that, because the, yeah, he, she's fining him. In other words, if he overestimated in any bank in the world, does not take the estimate that the buyer or seller presents. They go and they check it out themselves. So it doesn't matter what they, the buyer, what Trump said. It was what the banks decided. So there was no problem. But because he lied in their opinion, then he should be fined $250 million. And he has to sell. He has to forfeit all of the businesses that are involved in it. And there's at least five of them. And one of them is one of the biggest uh, office buildings in New York City. And it has, like, some of the Trump, biggest you, companies in it. You mean Trump Towers? Trump Towers is on it, but this is a bigger thing. This is an office building. Trump Towers is a hotel, sort of. Oh. Resident-slash-hotel. Resident um, and he want they want they've already taken away the the business licenses. I think I think that when he was in, indicted, they took the business license away. But they want them to be n unable to work in the in New York, and that's why he's there. Everything that he spent his life building up, they're attacking. They're trying to take down. So that's happening. <laughs> then Hunter Biden went back to to. To, to the courts pleaded not guilty on the gun thing because it's the gun thing now I couldn't care less about that case I didn't didn't really he just went in and said not guilty and walked out again I mean it, it's like oh my heavenly day <laughs> everybody's in court <laughs> uh, and I guess we've lost our dolly is she saying anything in chat oh uh, no she's not in chat She's not, I'm looking up, no, there's, the last time, 
is uh, her entry was said, I'm trying to find where to get out of Skype. And that's the last entry. The entries afterwards, uh, she's nowhere, not in chat. Uh-oh. <laughs> so can you call her? You have her phone. Can you call her phone? And well, I could message her, I suppose. I could call her too, but I just message her. What's happening? She's she loves to be on the radio. She loves being with the, the listeners, and I suppose us too, because we're so nice. <laughs> All right. Well, she's not here, so why don't we do this? Why don't we play that clip now? This morning. Just at the last 10, 15, well, I guess about 15 minutes of the show, Mark Joseph played a clip. And I want to play it for you cosmic reality watchers. And some of you might have already heard it, but it's worth hearing again. It's about water. And I'm just going to play it because it was, it was, it's a powerful statement that this woman has uh, managed to make because of the research that she has done and oh good lord where is it uh oh <laughs> let me just go up here and see if I put it up here uh, yeah this is a typical show can I can I play it or no it won't go through the system no I just am not sure why I don't have it up there I'm gonna Go look for it. I might have put it in the wrong place. Okay. You want me to put it in the chat? I, I've got it. Well, how do you have oh, okay. it? Okay. Well, why would you have it? <laughs> I well because Mark gave it to us. Oh no, that's the whole thing. This is only ten minutes. Oh okay. This is the same clip that he did uh, this morning. <clears throat> As a matter of fact, I'm I included his introduction. Oh. I don't know if anybody's heard of, uh, so I was in the, the Facebook group um, Balancing by Numbers, and it, it was talking about this lady with consciousness and water. So, okay, something pulled me to, to take a look at it. So this person's name, uh, Veda Austin. Um, I was going to read her bio here, but let's see. Things keep coming up. Um, Veda is a water researcher, public speaker, mother artist, and author. She has dedicated the last 10 years observing and photographing the life of water. She believes that water is a fluid intelligence. I got to keep. As uh, a fluid intelligence observing itself through every living organism on the planet and the universe. Her primary area of focus is photographing water in its state of creation, the space between liquid and ice. It's through her remarkable crystal crystallographic photos that water reveals its awareness of not only creation, but thought and intention through an imagery. Uh, Beta brings a message of hope and joy from the very source of life itself. She says water is transparent. It, it knows no color, creed, or religion. Water doesn't judge, doesn't label. It will enter the body of an ant as easily as it will enter the body of a king, a homeless person, a tree, or a dragonfly. Water is our constant companion. From the moment we're conceived, it's always with us, even upon death. It's water that evaporates from the physical rising upwards into the heavens. 
Uh, Veda sees water as as source rather than a resource and considers all bodies of water to be sacred. Her passion for water extends out of the freezer and into primary sco schools where she donates time teaching water science and uh, cleverly intertwines it with art projects. She loves to reconnect with children to the living water systems inside and outside of their bodies, believing that the uh, tamariki or children are the water bearers of the future. She also spends a lot of time doing interviews and podcasts where she shares her findings and inspiring perspectives. So she's from New Zealand and I think her uh, her dad is is uh, Maori. So that's why she has this balance of balance between two worlds. I wanted to play. I've been listening to a bunch of her interviews because Shungite is so um, parallel with water and of course we're mostly water. I wanted to play like five, six minutes of, of uh, one of her latest interviews as far as, I mean, intention setting, the consciousness behind, you know, what she's talking about. So uh, let me uh, just play this from my phone here. I've done a study um, using various different fluids. One of them is saliva. So when you speak, water, the, the saliva holds the last word or sentence you spoke. As a resonance so when you we look at saliva frozen saliva um, what I see is an image relative to the last word you spoke for example I was talking about the number eight I literally spat into a dish the bubbles will form these silvery bubbles and there was this eight just stamped in there and that everybody try this at home <laughs> exactly but what that means is that say, say my name and then spit <laughs> would be interesting to because obviously the power of words and names would yeah. be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, but that brings into this idea of being grateful before you eat or drink, saying a prayer, mm -hmm. saying a blessing. And it, it's it's incredibly real. Absolutely. So when you're kind of looking at all of these things and you kind of put it all together, then what we're really seeing is something far greater than we've ever imagined. You know, um, it's simple. It's so simple. Yeah, that's the key here. It's not some convoluted long division. Yeah. It's actually very simple when you get down to the roots of it. It all starts to make sense. It all leads you back to the, to the root of this inner knowing yeah. that everything is just connected. Right? Oh, someone once said, what if water is sharing its consciousness through us and every living thing to observe itself from every perspective? And whether water is conscious... I don't know, but I know that water and consciousness are so intimately intertwined that they almost behave as one. My friend Moses Hackman, um, he said that water is the glove on the hand of consciousness. And I think that that's really interesting. And I think that water can be the connector to all realms. And one of the reasons I say that is that um, my mum passed away in 1999 and I, she was a walking angel and I miss her a lot. And so I simply asked the water, because I'm not paid to do any of this, I can play in whatever field I want. So I, I said, can you connect to my mum? And so when, um, and then I froze the water and I had no idea what would be revealed, but to put some context into this before I share what I saw, I used to live in Japan and mum and I would write letters to each other because this was before cell phones and, and computers and stuff. I sound like ancient, but um, we would actually write letters to each other. And at the end of every letter, my mum would make some attempt at drawing a circle and put a little heart in the middle. Mum's circles were always really bad. And in the ice was a misshapen circle with a heart in the middle. And before my mum died, she said, you know, I'm always going to be with you, always, even when I'm not in this physical body anymore. And so for me to see that, it was so powerful. And then 
you know, and then a, a lovely part to the story about the car accident was that I was sharing that story um, with a friend when I lived in Christchurch. It was the day before the second big Christchurch earthquake. And my son Rama was nearly three, and he was, as little children do, spying on me and, like, listing in. And I'd never told him the story about my accident before. And so he heard it all. And when I finished, and Rama, he jumped up onto my lap, put his arms around me, and he said, I remember that, Mummy. I remember the window wipers and the tires. And he said, I came down out of the clouds, and I went like this, and I saved you. And when I knew you were okay, I climbed back up the ladder into the clouds. And I'm like, oh, my baby. No, it's like... There's so much we don't know, and at the same time, there's so much we do know if we just look within ourselves. And I think what my work has shown me is that that water really is the life force energy of life. We talk about, you know, there's water is life, but we never talk about it. Maybe it's a life force. Maybe it's alive. And because we have this perception that things that are alive at very least have to be within a body. Right. But this idea of spirit in the observer, what I think about water is that I think that because you talked about electrical charge and it's very interesting to me because I talk about the water and the air being attracted to electrical charge. But how can we observe ourselves? That's an interesting idea because I've interviewed a number of people that have had near-death experiences. They have this sense of rising, which is what a gas does, another aspect of water. And then they immediately looked upon their bodies being resuscitated. And one, one man said to me, he said, oh, you know, I, he said, I thought, I hope that person's going to be okay. There was like absolutely no attachment whatsoever to the physical body anymore. He had become the observer. And the other three people that I can think of right now, they observed themselves. So this idea of being the observer immediately without the release of the, of the physical. And so how did they come back? How can they go away, have an experience, and then come back into the body? What is the tether, the silver thread? And I think that is electrical charge. And it's, it's interesting because... Jerry Pollock was on one of my masterclasses, and he shared something I hadn't heard about. Um, and his, one of his students did um, a study on eggs, on, on the development of, of chickens. And they were able to – so this was in the development stage. It hadn't, didn't even look like a chicken at this stage. It's still in an egg. Yeah. And they, you can crack it without the shell and observe what's going on and see it grow. At four days, they stopped the heartbeat. They wanted to know whether the exclusion zone or fourth-phase water would drop upon death. And – with all of other vital signs. So there was a drop, but it didn't drop all the way to the bottom. And then he said when they put infrared light near it, that water that within the blood went all the way back up and took an hour to go back down. And he actually said we may need to rethink when someone is actually dead because where there's any movement, there is some form of – because I'm going to say this – because we are a salt water, there is some form of piezoelectricity. And so any charge is going to – Piezo charge yeah. still – Present. Yeah. yeah, will enable what we might term a spirit to come back through into the body. So that's kind of an interesting one because we observe ourselves when we dream and we also observe ourselves when people, some people have psychedelic experiences or and they can see themselves. My son broke his arm not long ago um, and they gave him ketamine in the hospital and the doctor said he's going to be here but he's not going to be here. Yeah. And I watched him and was quite remarkable really within four seconds he said what the f and he stopped and his was just, like looking everywhere whilst they were readjusting his arm and i asked him afterwards and he said that he watched himself being um you know while the nurses were working on him yep. so this idea we can observe ourselves while still being alive so how is that working how is the idea of the conscious observer 
this idea of a separate. So there's this connection though. And so the areas where there's some explanation of that come into the realms of water. So the different stages of water. And again, given how much water we are, and then if we boil it down, we're water, salt, minerals and consciousness. Salts are really interesting. They're a type of crystal. We have crystals in all our technology. They store vast amounts of information. So we have cellular memory based on our the, the, the salt and minerals within us. Even when someone is cremated, the ashes are salts. Yeah. So we are made of all these immortal things. Even, you know, it's like water doesn't die. People love to label things and they label that's dead water because it's not structured or that's dead water because it's polluted. But it's not a truth. In fact, water will evaporate yeah. and it will keep reincarnating. You can always reincarnate. Yeah, that's what I always say. Yeah. You can always reincarnate. It's interesting you said that. Well, yeah. it's, it's the truth. And there's a hydroglyph for living for the word living. But interestingly, once I'd identified that, a man reached out and he said he'd only been given three months to live and could I please ask water what death looked like? So I wrote the word death, but I kept seeing the living glyph again and again and again and again. I did it 64 times. And then I realized, of course, water doesn't die. To the word living to water, and that's an interesting thing. Imagine if water has its own perspective, yeah. a different, more spiritual perspective than one we know. And it, it understood that, of course, death is another word for life. Right. It's a transition. transition. So, um, hearing it the second time, it was just as powerful. It picked up even more information. Hi, Dolly. She, she reminded me of something, even though I've never uh, officially read the Bible, uh, she reminded me of, of a passage from the Bible, uh, from Genesis 1-2, where it says, uh, The earth was without form and, and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. I was reminded of that passage. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. So it's like uh, he, he animated uh, water. So water became living because the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So the, the water became animated. It was a living thing. Not a dead thing. <laughs> Dolly, are you back? Box. Yes. I couldn't. Was it sure? I hope I never have to do it again. What? I I couldn't find the Skype. Oh. The Skype in my toolbar wouldn't go away. Huh. Um. I finally decided, okay, I'm going to try to reboot the whole thing. So I rebooted the whole thing and Skype was gone when it came back. So then I did uh, a download, download Skype, and I installed it on the computer again. And that worked out really nice. It went right in. I didn't have to sign in. And, uh, um but I did have to take myself off the video, and uh, now I'm back. So you absolutely love Windows 11. Oh, I just think that's the greatest thing going, Walt. Wow, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, me too. <clears throat> Dolly, I'm so sorry you went through that. 
Someday I might learn how to maneuver myself around the place. Well, I think you're doing really well. (laughs) I was thinking, I need to call Walt and tell him to get in here under the viewfinder or whatever we get in a team Team thing. Yeah. (laughs) Holy rhyming. I did it. Excellent. Congratulations. Well done. So um, we just sort of, um, I, t- I, I did an overview of the Trump trial about the no victims, but they want, you know, a quarter of a trillion dollars from him. <laughs> and, uh, and what was it? They can't, there was something they can't do. And it, it, it's crazy. It's, it's absolutely this has to be a setup because nothing can be that absolutely insanely crazy. <laughs> you would think. And it, it was the real Trump. It was. That's what I, I asked you about that. Yeah. I, I saw a picture of it and it was a close-up of, of Trump. Oh, I lost all the things I had for tonight. I'll never done. Um, so I saw the the close up of him, and uh, that showed me, yes, that's Trump. I mean, that's really, really him. So I was excited about that. Um, but I had a picture of post you know on one of my tabs, but when I did the restart, it went away. So I can't show the people's in the chat room. Well, I, I I felt that it was Trump, and one of the reasons that I felt that was because of that judge. As when he when he went in, he was saying, you know, the judge is a squirrely little guy, and when he came out, I don't I didn't hear exactly what he said, but somebody made a reference to he seemed to have been kinder to the judge and I suspect that's because somebody commented who had met Trump I don't remember who it was but they said that he could be very uh, he didn't use the word spooky but he said when when you're with him his eyes are like hypnotic and I thought yeah, this judge goes in there and he hates Trump and he wants to fry him and everything, but then he looks at Trump and Trump is like, maybe sending him love blankets for all I know. (laughs) (laughs) You know? and just Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to, hey, I'm not going to underestimate magic, the manipulation of energy. And he just probably has to show up and do a little bit of woo on all these people and they just turn into Trumpers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I think that this, there's at least one trial in there that has opened the door so that they can go after legally go after the uh, black hat in all different respects. So that's why I'm thinking that 
whatever they're doing in this one is also manipulation so that the they can do more to show it to the public to show what flipping assholes and evil beings these court system people are I don't get myself too worked up over that I just get excited over McCarthy having been ousted yeah, we'll see what happens next. So I, <clears throat> while you were gone, we played the water tape that we played on the Shungite show earlier. And, mm-hmm. Walt, give me, give me your thoughts that you had while you were listening to that. Because it's a very profound concept. Well, she, in fact, she said it. She quoted something said by someone she knows. And this person said that water is the glove on the hand of spirit so it's like it's um it's it's the material version of what spirit would be water is 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 how can i say this is what's giving solidity to what you would call spirit so water is the is the glove in the hand of spirit so that made me think, and I I went to consult the uh, the internet on what was it that that says on the on what do you call it the Bible, and that's where I saw that passage that uh, I had heard of you know many years ago, where it says you know the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. So I don't think that was an accidentally, for whatever reason, whoever transcribe that because I know it's been transcribed from different languages but but I don't think that was done as a mistake it was deliberate how it said on the spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters so what is that that telling you there that's you know it's the interpreter of God it's expressing what what God wants to make it's being expressed by water Whatever God is creating is being expressed through the medium of water. So I found that significant, at least to me. I don't know how you find it. Well, I thought I thought it was a real amazing kind of tie-in to what I had been talking about regarding the the God energy, which you know I thought of as proto energy, is all around us. And what else is all around us? Water. The atmosphere. Everything around. We've got, you know, this humidity. Unless you're in the middle of the desert and there's absolutely not a drop of moisture in the air, you're always surrounded by water. So, well, even, even then, uh, I know that there's a, a, a accepted belief, okay, if you're in the Sahara, there's nothing. Well, guess what? I'm... I'm <laughs> I've looked into that, and even in those places where it's supposed to be as dry as can be, it, guess what? It's not absolutely dry. Like for example, there's that. Um, I know I don't know the name of the plant. Not for the life of me, it's a, it, it's in the exists in the desert. Uh, I forget which of the deserts. It's in it's in the continent of Africa. Uh, the plant is supposed to be something like four or five thousand years old still living it's, it's a living plant uh, you see that the parts that have dried off and but still 
parts of the plant are still alive and well. And guess what? It never receives a drop of water from the environment ever because it's it's a it's as dry as can be. But something happens with uh, uh, it's like early early in the morning before the sun ever comes up. The this wind, this very soft wind, comes in from the ocean, and just brings enough moisture to put little beads of moisture on the surface of the plant, and that's it. That's all that it receives, and it, it's for a few minutes, and then the water evaporates because it gets caught, and it's incredibly. So even in such an in such a hostile environment, the plant still gets the the water that it needs for sustenance. So it's, it's, I think that's fascinating. I Even do. where it's supposed to be dead, it cannot be dead. <laughs> like water doesn't want to be dead. <laughs> no, I, yeah, in, in that concept that water is continually there, it's continually re reincarnating, as they said. Um, yeah. It, it's, uh, it gives you a whole different perspective on the cosmic energy fields. And all of a sudden, you're realizing that, oh, the whole key to everything is water. That essence of God is represented in the water, and everything that's living is... It, it, uh, it, it actually explains a lot, because yeah. it, it goes to explain why the end, the food industry is so, is so fascinated in, in getting people hooked on non-natural non drinks, like... Uh, 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 aspartame, all the all the all the fictitious drinks and everything. You know, don't don't drink water. I mean, that's one of the the things that I remember hearing in, both in Argentina and in New York. Uh, like the women that would not, they refuse to drink water because they they, they find it oh it's so it's so hard. And I, I drink a glass of water and it's like I have a stone in my stomach. So they, they can only tell it I could they can either drink or coffee or tea or soft drink. They can't drink water. So it's like, hmm, this is beginning to sound conspiracy to me. <laughs> well, isn't there water that's tea is made from water, coffee's made from water. They're drinking water. Yeah, they're drinking water, but instead of drinking it pure, they're taking in chemistry that's not necessarily for their benefit. Like, for example, aspartame. Yeah. Aspartame attacks your your brain, your 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 tissues, your your nervous tissues in your brain are affected by aspartame. I remember my uh, my one of my ex employers when I worked when I was living in New York, he was hooked on diet coke. I mean, the guy would literally drink it by the by the gallon. He wasn't buying little cans of Coke or a 20-ounce a, a bottle. No, he was buy he would buy the gallon bottles. He would keep them in the fridge, and all day long he would never even touch water. Yeah, I think he even brushed his teeth with a Coke. He just kept drinking Coke, and. Uh, he ended up. He was one time. He went to the to the dentist because the dentist found his teeth were full of holes because they were actually eating the the, the it was so acid 
that the thing was actually eating at, a, at the, the enamel in his teeth. And the other thing that he was, he, I don't know if he did anything about it. Thankfully, I left that job. But uh, uh, he, he started forgetting things. He actually, it, it was crazy. It was like watching some kind of sci-fi movie or something because he would be talking to you. I mean, he's the one who started a conversation. He would he would be talking about something, and he would say, "So uh, I went to the thing, and I and that and he would stop in mid sentence. Not only that, but he would he would it was like frozen. It's like his gesture or his expression on his face, and then it it would come back again, and like that he would be talking something, and and it would. It was like somebody hit the pause button, or uh, on, or for example, or on, or on some other given day, he would totally forget something that he needed to be done, and uh, something that he was aware of. Uh, he, he called upon uh, that we need to go there here and do this, and and he was like totally blank. So it was actually affecting his his ability to remember things, and I knew that having read about aspartame, I knew it affects that. It affects your ability to remember things well, because that, it, it that, attacks your. That's, that your, would have been, that would have been in the diet portion of the diet cola, you know, Coca Cola. But Coca Cola, mm -hmm. you can use it to clean your drains. Yeah, uh, I had an uncle who uh, he had an, a shop where they do the um, um, where they do the what do you call it the re re reworking of engines. Where they do the uh, there's a special name you give to that is when they when they Manny? do the a maintenance uh, shop. No, no, it's uh, um, I forget. There's a, there's a word for it. It's a, it, they they rework the cylinders. They they run the, rebuild, the special rebuild. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And the first thing they do when they take the engine out of the car is put it in a vat of uh, Coca Cola. Because the Coca-Cola would dissolve all the crap and all the grime, and they could take it apart. And they could take away, like for example, the the, the bolts. <laughs> These bolts are like twelve. They're they're like six inches or eight eight inches long. They're huge bolts that are holding the the engine. They get they get sealed with all the crap. So by putting it in a vat of uh, Coca-Cola, it would dissolve that. Well, his teeth, his teeth had been getting holes in it. It's likely that so was in his brain. Oh. You know, just mm. from just from the the chemistry of Coca Cola, it's used yeah. to to clear up all sorts of gunky things. But um, yeah, all right. So let's take a break here. And welcome back to Cosmic Reality for October 3rd, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Walt Silva and Dolly Howard. You guys are back, I'm assuming, yes? I used to wash uh, my battery cables off with hope. Every time, I have old, old car that served me well. I taught all my kids how to drive a stick ship in it. And, and the poor thing... The battery was trying so hard to keep up, and then the battery and the alternator would go, but as long as I could get the cables cleaned off in the battery, I could make it last a little longer. So I would wash the battery cables connections off with uh, 
the Coke. Huh. Yasmin said she did that too. Huh. Interesting. That's how bad it is for your inside. Right. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, give me some more of that Coke. I want to clean my battery cables off inside. Well, one, one of the things that um, kind of like I was like, oh, that's really interesting, is the concept of the near-death experience in that sh sh well, there's a lot of... I, I, I've actually done programs on this concerning... You know what? There was a guy who was an anesthesiologist, and he got with a Nobel Prize winner in uh, physics. And the question was: Is how is it that the anesthesiologist can bring somebody to the point of death? Actually, you know, from brain waves to all sorts of things, you could be declared dead while you're under anesthesia. And yet, when he takes the drug out of the system, all of a sudden everything turns on, and he couldn't understand what the mechanism was of that and I think what she's saying is what they fundamentally figured out had to be this is that within the cells themselves you have in their case they were saying quantum a quantum level event she's just looking at it from the electromagnetic the change in, in charge and stuff so that the consciousness listen if, if water's holding consciousness and we're all water then maybe spirit is all sort of water too but has the same capacity to just be following the electromagnetic uh configurations and so you can come right back into a body because everything is still lined up with the positive where it should be and the negative where it should be and boom you're up and going again because of that situation on the Say What show on Saturday. We got indication that Sean David Mort Morton, who was a very, very well-known early pioneer in alternative thinking and has written some books and he, he was he, I, he was a little bit too harsh for, for my liking, but he certainly did have a lot of information, a lot of really incredible guests and they arrested him for tax evasion or some kind of thing like that and he had been released from prison only to then be in the throes of a very bad cancer and he was supposed to have died and was going to be taken off of the machines were just life machines were just keeping him going the next day so we report this and no sooner do we report it than his wife comes out and says the doctors were wrong and he seemed to be alert because he was in a coma coma state so um and i don't i didn't hear anything in a, another update on it what what's really the situation but it it you know this woman she said well the guy i guess was but they 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 agreed that the concept of death when when does death occur is changed by this concept that water is holding the life force. And I found that really interesting. Comments? I guess not. Well, they, they, they're going to have to change it. Well, we know how limited is what passes for a modern medicine. They're going to have to evaluate that business of what, what's, what's actually dead and what's actually alive. Yeah. 
they're too quick to uh, give a call out someone uh, okay name it you know you know when they when they use it what what's the term they use um, call it when they when somebody is oh, when somebody is time of death yeah something yeah well they're going to have to reevaluate the whole thing Yes, because obviously, just because somebody's not breathing, or for example, it used to be at one time, uh, it was decided that uh, if, if the person stopped breathing, that was death. Then they had to reevaluate that, and they changed it to okay, when there's no more brain activity, the person is officially dead. Well, so many people left their bodies and came back, they have to they have to reevaluate that as well, right? So at this point, we're left wondering, okay, what? How does how does one become truly dead? Because obviously, whatever we do, it doesn't work because the p people are still alive. So, <laughs> so and well, we well, get a chance to talk to them after after they're officially dead, where when they're actually not. Well, so well, you know, I mean, one of the, one of the stranger things. I, one day, I was looking at this thing about trivia. And one of the things that always I can't, you know, you hear it and you go, "What's that about?" Is the you know, "Saved by the Bell." What the hell does that mean, "Saved by the Bell"? I thought it was a sports thing, you know, that the end of the game was there and you were saved by because the others ran out of time, not that they lost the game. But no, it turns out that they found that they did bury people who were alive. And so to prevent somebody from being buried alive, what they did was they would put a bell outside the, 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 the grave, and there was a, a little string that went from the bell into the casket. So that if you were dead and you revived and you realized you were in a casket, you have to look for the string to pull the bell. And apparently right. an, quite a few people were saved that way. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I re I remember uh, reading in a book on metaphysics that one of the reasons why uh, I, I guess it's not just one of the reasons, but it must be a, a main a main one of the main reasons why um, people were buried around churches is because the 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 sounding of the bell when you ring the bell at the in in the in the church building uh if the person is still attached to the body it will cut the cord between the the spirit and the body so then that spirit can go because if they if, they, uh, if they if that's not dealt with then the body even though the body is physically non-functional but the person is still attached to the body. So in order to release that person, you need to chant that you know to you need to ring the bell. So then, the, that that connection is broken, and then that spirit can leave. So I I remember reading that. So that, I don't know. <laughs> that's a weird yeah. one. Yeah. So that's dog, why they were always in 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 the cemeteries were around churches. Huh. Dolly, did you have another thing on your list? Did you have a list? Yes, yes. I do. I, and I want to do it. Um, I found the, that picture of Trump in the courtroom. Uh, and, and it's the close-up of Trump. So 
so uh, y'all who are in the chat room can see that. I also want, just because I know some people don't know this is supposedly going to happen tomorrow, I want to read this to y'all. I don't want anybody to get afraid, okay? Um, it says, this is, this is by Roman Loyola, Senior Editor, Macworld, October 2nd, 2023, and he posted it at 4.15 a.m. PDT. Let's go away. And now this thing is in. Why oh, my computer is just a. And it's brand new. Damn it. Okay, here we go. Your iPhone will make a special sound on October 4th. Here's why. TSA. U.S. phone users will get. An emergency alert test on Wednesday. On Wednesday, October 4, in the U.S., the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, will test its wireless emergency alerts, WEA system. At 2.20, oh, I told Russell 2.22. At 2.20 p.m. Eastern, People will receive a message on their mobile phones that reads, this is a test of the National Wireless Emergency Alert System. We used to get those all the time. No action is needed. In addition to the message, your iPhone will vibrate and play a special sound that's similar to an alarm, even if your iPhone is on silent. The alert will appear in Spanish for users who set their devices for that language. FEMA says that the test will run within a 30-minute window. So if your phone is off at the start of the test and turned on during the window, you will get a test message. The test message should be sent only once, accompanied by a unique and vibration, both repeated twice, and not played continuously, according to FEMA. You can delete the message after it is received if a person subscribes to a wireless provider that does not participate in WEA. They will not receive the test. Oh, FEMA is conducting the test to check for effectiveness. WEA is part of FEMA's integrated public alert and warning system, which is used to send authenticated emergency messages to the public through multiple communications networks. FEMA is also testing its emergency alert system, EAS, which involves radio and television broadcasts, but not streaming video services. The EAS test will last one minute. Government alerts 
are turned on by default. To turn off government alerts, head over to the Notifications tab in Settings and scroll down to Emergency Alerts at the bottom of the screen. From there, you can turn off emergency alerts or mute the sound when in silent mode. FEMA offers an iPhone app that provides real-time weather alerts and can be used in the event of a disaster to find local emergency shelters. Locate a disaster recovery center, apply for individual assistance, and more. Um, and under, oh, and John Rich posted about this. Here is the link to what I just read to you. Where did y'all go to? Oh, there you are. Here is that, so you can read it um, yourselves. And John Rich posted in X, what used to be a tweeter. So he posted a thing in there. And I'm getting this copy and paste. Where'd y'all go again? Oh, there you are. Taste. That's the John Rich thing. And let me see. I know where my shirt is. So, uh, there's one more thing I wanted to share with you. I read an- more on this uh, stuff that's supposed to happen tomorrow. Um, y- if you turn your phones off, and your TV's off because it's going to come through TVs, phones, radios, if your devices like that. If you turn them off, according to what I read, you won't be hearing that noise, especially the one for 30 minutes. Who wants to hear a siren thing for 30 minutes? I sure as heck don't. Okay, under John Rich's post on X, there was a post from at resist all Texas 13. Anyone recalls one of the very first things Obama did was make us change our cable TV boxes from analog to digital. I remember we had to do that. And this is why, just like cash for clunkers was to get older cars without GPS off the road. It's all evil. Remember they wanted to, they were pushing, oh, we'll buy your cars for cash, the older cars. Um, Well, they were doing that because the older cars don't have GPS in them. And they want every car to have GPS in it that we're driving. So this person said it's all evil. I agree with that person. Um. Here is a story from a post by Bridget Gabriel. She's at ACT Bridget. It's regarding Trump. It's a story she's telling about what she ran into. I was in line waiting to check out at the grocery store 
And I overheard the nice black American couple in front of me talking about President Trump's file in New York. They were talking about how Mar-a-Lago is definitely worth more than $18 million and how this proves Trump was right. It sounded like they were going to be open to voting for the president in 2024. These indictments are backfiring bad. And that was posted October 2nd at 7.02 p.m. So people are starting to wake up. But the black people who wouldn't vote for Trump, well, they're starting to change their minds. Because I've heard that said by black people themselves. Um, even one guy was so excited, I heard him saying, he's one of us now. He has a mug shot. So uh, that's the things I really, really wanted to share with you all. I was working on yesterday to bring today. Um, and thank you, Nancy, for letting me say these things. I'm done. Well, I'm really glad you shared that you thought it was the real Trump. He, he's different. You can, I mean, he's... Look at this. Look at, and when you see his face, you see uh, it, it looks more smoother. And I don't know if you all can feel it, but I get this feeling from his face, his, his skin. I get this feeling of peace and serenity off yeah. of his of his face his whole presence is very very relaxing yeah you know uh, if he's standing there and he's just waiting for everybody to you know get themselves settled it's like you can't take your eyes off him Mm -hmm. I don't know who he is or what he is but he is definitely special and I feel bad for those people that haven't seen it remember I was a I was a I hated Trump I, I know. I was completely taken over by the cotton, and I think it was a frequency. I think that we all got hit with this anti-Trump thing. You know that he said he's, you know, he's terrible. He's fascist. He's Hitler reincarnated. That type of thing. That that visceral f- feeling of fear that you get when you and, and just disgust. I mean, I can tell you, I can tell you exactly what these people feel because I was feeling it. He couldn't say four words before I wanted to barf. And yet, yeah, I never felt that way. I know you didn't, and there was an awful lot of people that did not. But, again, you know, with all due respect, I spend a lot more time on the electronic stuff than you do. And oh, how, yes, how you much, do. How, how much was I getting bombarded with at that time that I had absolutely no clue? Yeah. You know, and, and the, the difference between myself and, like, my rest of my family, except for my brother, um, was that when he stepped out from behind the curtain to accept the the election it was not the same person all of a sudden the programming disappeared and i think that that's because in the programming he was not supposed to win and so the very fact that he didn't win Took a, a made a change on the timeline, 
And for those people like myself that are extremely energy sensitive, when that occurred, it, because I can tell you that we were going through the election. Uh, Colleen Kelly was producing at that time, and honestly, she was she hated Trump. And so in the beginning of the night, it was, uh, you know, uh, who the hell was he running against? I don't even remember who he was running against. Oh, Clinton. Um, Clinton, 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 right? And then we get to just before the break, and she was doing this every 15 minutes. She'd give us an update on who was winning. And the just before the, the uh, break, she gave us a last update before we went on break. And she said, Trump, 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 yeah. Trump. And she, you, you could see her. She was just like absolutely flabbergasted. And so we, we go on break. And I'm sitting here. I'm listening to whatever song was on. And I, honest to God, felt like somebody had tipped my chair an appreciable amount and then let it go again. And I went, oh, my God, I've had timeline changes, but nothing like that. And so when I came back to the, and I, I, I said it right on air. Oh, we just had a timeline change. I never felt anything quite like that. And we get back on the, on the radio, and it was Trump all night long. Trump, Trump, Trump. That poor woman, she was never the same. <laughs> you know? Um, Devastated her. It did. It did. Because, of course, by the, like I say, when I saw him come and he had his son bearing with him, it was like I, I was spellbound. I, I was just like, why didn't I see him for what he was? You know, because I think he was the one that was debating Clinton. And I forced myself to watch those debates. And I had to force myself because I had such a, a you know, I, I was a, Trump deranged and so I forced myself to go through it and I I actually found him to be uh, not annoying but somebody I'd never confronted again but again I'm, I'm fighting derangement I mean if you stop and you just look at him and you listen to what he's saying that in and of itself seems to uh, block the the programming but these people they don't listen to him they don't nobody on the the mainstream media plays Trump clips unless he's being an asshole <laughs> you know <laughs> but you know, so I can understand why these people are are still deranged and yet it's like that story you told about being in the line and hearing these two black people discuss the fact Everything that they're doing is just pushing him higher and higher. The second debate, the Republican debate, he, he you know, in, in, in some places got five more points. Um, so it's like we're watching history in a way that is absolutely flabbergasting. Things every other day, it's another historical event. And it's like you know, you you keep reminding us, and you should, that, uh, you know, a friend of yours told us this was going to be the month where we see all these changes. Yeah, day. Dave. 
date yeah yeah this would be the month and we certainly are getting a lot of changes like there's there's, there's a many big, more to come well there's a big turmoil That's what I'm hearing yeah there's a big turmoil in the Ukraine because Zelensky is there seems to be an opposition to him they're trying to throw him out in the Ukraine And he certainly is being, I mean, uh, they wouldn't let him talk in front of the Congress this time here in the United States. He went to the, one of the European gatherings and you could see photographs of everybody talking to everybody else, but nobody talking to him. And he was standing there like dejected. All by himself in a pool room. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's... Uh, you know, there's things happening in that arena, big time. Mm -hmm. It's it, the more you look, the more you see change, change, change. Like Jan Shaw's uh, cosmic uh, creating, she, when she goes over the current events, she's talking about things that are happening around the world, not just what's happening in the United States. And there's some amazing things that are happening. So. Yeah, there's a frustration in what's what's you know going down, but at the same time, if you do what and Walt Walt said this. Oh, where did I put it? That yeah, here it is. He said something this morning when he was talking in terms of you know what. Well, what he said was, and he can explain it more maybe, but he said, "Are you going to let the 3D stuff?" rule your reality or inform your reality and that concept of rule versus information it's like why do we talk about all this stuff because you should be informed but you shouldn't get you know hysterically concerned um, so they're going to be testing the the broadcasting stuff okay w what does that mean we used to have those tests all, all the, time. the time. Yeah, this this is no big oh. thing. And to me, so don't get all worried about it, y'all. Don't get well, but it was those tests used to be before the scandemic. After the scandemic, everything became a source for concern. <laughs> because according to the scandemic, oh, you're there's supposed to be a new virus every every week. So everything you have to be concern about this about so that's that's what the scandemic did it, it, it programmed everything to be everybody to be concerned and worried about your neighbors and you have to wear a mask even if you're if you're swimming along in the ocean you have to be wearing a mask so you know the things that weren't serious everything became serious super serious well it was somebody somebody was pointing out that we don't want to get back to normal. You know, the things that they have made normal are just insane. We want to get back to what worked and get rid of all this, this insanity that's involved in it. And, you know, I just I just think that it's an amazing trip we're on. And there's a lot of people that... that yeah, I heard... Was it, was it you who was talking about the, this business that they're going to be be passing legislation to change the words you use in certain court cases 
where you have to allow the, the, the plaintiffs or the whoever, you know, whatever is being brought for the case, whether they're male or female or neither. Was it you who was bringing up the, uh, the business? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've actually made it, that's the way it's supposed to be in certain court, you know, circuits. Oh, oh no, the, the insanity that's out there is just uh, baffling. Baffling, I tell you. But the other side of it is that just as is baffling, but in a good way, you kind of baffled as why we're getting this information, we're beginning to understand or perceive a different universe, a different reality. The water thing. I mean, seriously, listen to it again. Play it back. Listen to it again. It's a fairly profound version of the unification of spirit and physical matter and water is the key to it so and and the other thing is is that I believe that what happens to like an insect that is subjected to a uh, 5G frequency. I think what happens, if I'm understanding the science, is that their water, the water in their bodies, actually overheats, which kills them. So if that, because it's a microwave system, you know, I mean, basically it's a big microwave system. There's different layers of it. There's different frequencies. The, the frequencies that control your mind are one in one spec spectrum, and then then you've got the ones that are deteriorating your bodies. Uh, tomorrow on Radio 5G, we're getting into. There's a woman out there that was just truly an amazing uh, presentation on the connection between 5G, the vaccinations, and essentially creating a zombie population um, and it, you know these these things sound really spooky but this is what the dark side wants us to fall into and by being informed you'll also find out why she thinks that this can be counteracted if we take action and it's easy stuff it's all in the minds this is mind warfare so Anyway, Radio 5G, more on mind control and the frequencies that are involved in it and all this good stuff. Um, okay, so what else What else would you like to talk about? Give me something here. Walter. All <laughs> right. Right now I can't give you any information because I don't know the results of uh, testing... Uh, a customer has sent me to, she wants a Surya resonator, but she sent me this big write-up. The title is Monatomic Andara Crystals, Bridging Science, Metaphysics, and Healing. So, it's a, a, a I'm sure Jasmine knows about it because um, Shasta the, the mountain, the mountain Shasta is one of the places that's quoted as having uh, these deposits and there are crystals, repo the deposits. The, according to the description of this, 
these and their crystals are made up of monatomic uh, elements monatomic gold, monatomic iridium you know, all of these elements that are, exist but in monatomic form as opposed to the standard presentation because if you do chemical analysis most elements as they exist they exist as binaries like for example uh, when you see the way they write oxygen they write O2 why is that? well because when you look at oxygen they exist not, not as individual atoms but molecules of made up of two atoms when you look at water okay water is a molecule made up of three atoms but when you're dealing with monatomic elements they exist as single atoms they don't make molecules with multiple atoms on what so the behavior of it, the material is completely contrary to the natural behavior of binary elements so these are dark the, the write-up is is long and extensive that she sent with it so uh, yeah, she sent me the these crystals so that I can grind them and make them into the uh, resonator so that's going to be an interesting development. I don't know what's going to happen once I make a resonator that has these crystals in it. <laughs> but, uh, there it is. Jasmine knows about it. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> so she sent she sent uh, two of them. The the texture of it looks like shungite, but it's not. I, I noticed from the ground material that it behaves different from. Uh, Shungite powder, well, what completely co what different. Color is and it? the other one, you describe it. Uh, well, um, how can I say? It? The Shungite powder, um, the sh Shungite powder has a texture to it, like um, how can I say? It it clumps by its very nature. It t it tends to clump. This thing does not clump. It kind of flows. It's interesting. It looks like shungite, but it doesn't behave like shungite at all. And according to the to the explanation in the in the printed material, the the like for example the black material is glass. It's like a like volcanic glass. Uh, she sent me two specimens of black. The other specimen is clear. It looks like a glass. It uh, it behaves like glass, but it um, I have to find out the, the glass one. I have to study it how to grind it correctly because it if you if you hit it it turns it begins to crack, but if you hit it again you, you can kind of grind it. So I have to be careful how to I deal with each one. So uh, I haven't even I just tested it i haven't actually started anything big because you might the, you the might want you might want to look up obsidian and how to work obsidian because it sounds like it could be like obsidian especially because both come from a volcanic well the the black ones uh do not behave like obsidian at all even oh. though obsidian is black uh, the black ones do not the clear one reminds you of obsidian but it's it's not black it's completely clear and how do you spell the name of this crystal? It's uh, Andara, A-N-D-A-R-A, -A -A, Andara, Monatomic Andara Crystals. 
bridging science, metaphysics, and healing. And where, the they science, come, where do they come from? According to her, it's in Mount Shasta. Oh, they, you said that's, that. That's the biggest deposits of it. Huh. Well, I wish Jasmine was here to say something about this. We'll have to, <laughs> we'll have to ask her. Um, because on last Say What show, we had a very interesting uh, storytelling show in that they, they being Bob and uh, Yasmin, were on Lake Shasta and had a very dangerous voyage on the houseboat that they had rented. So Saturday they bring this story to us and today we're talking about crystals that were in the lake or I'm assuming it's associated with the lake. I guess it's all volcanic in that area. That's, that's, uh, hmm. Wonder yeah, according to this, 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 do I have a minute to say, read this little yeah, go ahead. Uh, part? It says, a secret discovery. In 1995, a unique mineral deposit was discovered near one of Earth's high-energy vortex sites in the high Sierra Mountains of Northern California. Monatomic elements of gold, silver, ir ir iridium, rhodium, chromium, platinum, and other monatomic minerals were found in these deposits. This natural mineral complex exhibits extraordinary properties that strengthen and stabilize the electromagnetic field of the human body. Discovered within the deposit were glass-like crystals of exceptional power and beauty. Monatomic andera crystals is a glass-like transmuted mineral complex from this naturally occurring mineral deposits high in monatomic minerals. The modalities of these crystals interact with the individual electromagnetically restoring health and equilibrium. Classical science teaches us that the three phases of matter are gases, liquids, and solids. Current discoveries have now replaced that theory with the newer plasmas, condensates, and liquid crystal states of matter. What classical science does not teach us, because they are new discoveries, is that they are in fact another phase of matter called monatomic. Monatomic or monatomic elements are the cutting edge of this new elemental frontier, yet its technology is ancient. The exotic properties of monatomic gold and the platinum group metals are rediscoveries of an advanced science understood and known by the ancient Mesopotamian, Egyptian, and Israelite priests. <clears throat> so, like I said, it's a very, it's a long write-up. <laughs> so, well, go very on, go ahead, go ahead. I mean, if it's still got more, oh, you, go ahead. Okay, you want me? Okay. We got 11 minutes. <laughs> okay. The ancient Mesopotamians called it, called it Shem Anna, and the Egyptians described it at, as Moth Kozte. Vowels are omitted in the hieroglyphic translation. Israelite priests called it manna, while the Alexandrian venerated it as a gift from paradise, and later chemists known as Nicholas Flamel called it the philosopher's stone. The monatomic andera crystal is very special. In confirmed scientific testing of the location where they were originally found, the soil that monatomic andera crystals were discovered in, con in contained high levels of monatomic metallic elements. Monatomic metallic elements are single-atom metal elements that behave very differently from normal metals. 
First, as an example, monatomic gold is a fine white powder with very little weight, whereas metallic gold is very heavy. The atomic electron spin rate frequency in monatomic gold is much higher than gold. Very specialized equipment is needed to even test monatomic gold, as normal testing procedure produce inconclusive results or unknown substances. Well, I know for a fact that, that when the Hudson was involved in the testing of this with the monatomic gold, it uh, it seems that it it it's sitting on the threshold between matter and energy, and monatomic gold. By itself, if you have it in, a, let's say, a dish and you have a, a lump of monatomic gold, it's fine. But if you let it hit sunlight, it flashes, it disappears. It, it, it just it goes from matter to energy right away, like a flash. They tested it a hundred times to see if, if maybe can it burn paper, it can burn wood. No, nothing. It just flashes. There's a there's a flash of light, and it disappears from the dish. That's uh, on the findings of Hudson, who was the one who worked on monatomic gold. When monatomic metallic elements are heated to high temperatures, they transmute to a glass-like material. Monatomic and their crystals. Monatomic elements have following confirmed properties, very high atomic spin rate or vibrational energy, light, like light photons, they pop in and out of existence, their vibrational energy can be passed to other objects, they are first matter elements, prima matra, in quotes, they have been used throughout history to heal and raise expand consciousness. New science has emerged to deal with the quantum-like properties of high spin rate, high frequency elements, superconductivity, gravity, defined materials, teleportation, space-time manipulation, multidimensional universes, and other truly astounding discoveries have been made and are projected theoretically for the near future. Tests done in the U.S. and Russia confirm that monatomic metallic elements are superconductors with a null magnetic field repelling both north and south magnetic poles. This is conductive to zero-point energy. Zero-point energy, ZPE, is known as an energy that fills the fabric of all space, which exists at very high frequencies. Monatomic metallic elements have the ability to tap into this limitless supply of energy in ways we are just beginning to understand. Well, I think that Shanghai is involved in there somewhere. <laughs> Most modern testing equipment is not sensitive enough to detect elements that are superconductive in nature. When tested, most return inconclusive results and readings. Under spectroscopic analysis, monatomic metallic elements don't even register. Monatomic metallic elements have always exhibited the strange property of not being capable of analysis. They have not been classified they have been classified as substances unknown by testing labs. It has also been shown that monatomic metallic elements can actually alter their physical state and shift into other dimensions. When heated under certain conditions, monatomic metallic elements, normally 35% silica, 
fuses into a beautiful obsidian-like mineral comprised of 75% silicon. Scientists are unable to explain how the seemingly impossible transmutation takes place. Other tests reveal that the material could transfer its exotic properties to similar metallic or silicon materials. It seems that the monatomic metallic elements have the ability to resonate similar materials to their high-frequency rate, transmuting and or transforming that material to resemble and reflect their exotic properties. Monatomic andara crystals is the result of monatomic metallic elements that are found naturally in the ethereum powders heated to high temperatures. This process not only transmutes the ethereum powders, but refines the monatomic metallic metals and enhances their exotic properties. Testing has shown that monatomic andara crystals resonate at the very high frequency of the ex... Hold on, I'll be back. Sound good? Did you no, hear it's mom in the background? I think so, yeah. Um, bummer. Okay. Oh, just throw us some love blankets. Blanket. With everything else she needs in it. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Um, Everybody out there listening, throw her some love blankets, please. And in the chat room. Yeah. Um, Okay. uh, That was very interesting. Were you bored there, Dolly? Well, I hate to admit this, but I was kind of falling asleep. <laughs> I've had a really strenuous physical uh, last two days because I've been feeling better. So uh, tonight my overdoing has caught up with me. I'm having trouble staying awake. Well, you, sh- you should pay more attention to that. So... Um We've only got four minutes here. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to comment on? Just tell the people, don't be uh, freaked out tomorrow if this thing does happen. But I'll be very surprised if, if we get these signals happening that they're reporting. That's all. Well, they're informed. And it shouldn't be anything big. We used to do this all the time. I still get them here. I get them on my television. Do you? Yeah. Comcast does a does a test. It well, see, I stay up late, so it's a lot of times it's like you know one or two in the morning. But they've also think I think I've seen them you know during the day at at certain points. Always something you're watching, you know, gets interrupted. It's just. But uh, anyway. when I was a teenager, the uh, TVs would go off at midnight, and they would have this round circles with the eagle. I think it was the eagle inside, and it would have a. I'm wondering if that's the kind of sound we'll be hearing. Is that the kind of sound you hear? Well, it's probably going to be ah 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 ah. 
I mean, when they do the test, I, I, I immediately grab the remote and mute it. So if it, if it comes on, just grab your remote and mute the television. I thought I read where it, it won't help if you, re, if you try to mute it. But you can always try it and find well, out. Well, I mean, I do it when they come on the television now. Yeah. So I don't know why it wouldn't work. But hey, listen, otherwise turn it off. Right. <laughs> you know. Phone I think the that's same a good thing. time for Annette and I to be in the pool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't be inside hearing the noise. Right, right. So, um, well, I certainly hope that everything is okay, but he hasn't been back, so now I'm concerned, but we're running out of time here. Um, well, if he contacts you tonight, let me know, okay? Okay. That's me. Yeah, I hope he does. Ugh. Anyway, um, okay, so uh, everybody out there, just have a good night. And hopefully we'll see you on, it's going to be a live radio 5G tomorrow. And tomorrow at an Ani slot, uh, she'll be doing a replay. Yeah, she's she's doing a replay next week too. I On think. your five G, are you going to play that water tape again? No, no. I'm I'm oh. playing I'm playing this uh, tape about how the five G and the vaccinations create an attack on the brain that causes people to, you know, be zombieish. But it, it's a scary it's a scary presentation. But she also gets into what we can do to not get there, you know. So anyway, God bless uh, blessings to Walt and his mom. And um, I guess we'll see you guys whenever we see you. Saturday, Mr. Yep. Twisty. Yep. See y'all Saturday. Right. Preaching. Preaching. The unknown, unknown, unknown. You have been listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. Thank you for listening. Choose your heart.